My name is Ryan Hill, and you are listening to the Arrowverse Podcast. It is so amazing, and you will surely love it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Arrowverse Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Hill, and we are back to this beautiful episode of the Arrowverse Podcast. And so, yeah, we're back with uh, this week's episode um, with Arrow Season 1, Episode 9, titled Year's End. And so this episode is basically what it's about. Uh, this is practically a uh, Christmas episode because the the air date for this episode is December twelfth of two thousand and twelve. Meaning, well, meaning of that. And we got the synopsis for this episode, so I will I will read it for right now. So the synopsis says. Oliver discovers that he, that after he and his family went missing, the Queen family stopped celebrating Christmas, determined to make up for lost times and restore a sense of normalcy to the Queen household. Oliver decides to throw the family a Christmas party. Meanwhile, Tommy asks Laurel to spend Christmas with him, but she points out that Christmas was also her sister Sarah's birthday and she needs to be with her father. Tommy suggests changing things that might, uh, things up might be the best way to, for everyone to heal, but Laurel's ensure her father is ready for that. Meanwhile, John Diggle tells Oliver some, someone is murdering the people on his father's list with arrows, which sends Oliver off to face his toughest adversary yet. So, the synopsis indicates that this episode is the first time that Malcolm Merlin becomes the Dark Archer, which is very very good considering how uh the dark archer malcolm is probably uh in a way my one of my favorite arrow characters as he well malcolm is like he's just one of the he's just that like character that gives off like such sort of like a a badass vibe in the room or if it's just me not but yeah so um Let's begin with the uh, updates with the Arrowverse. There's only two this um, this time because not much is really going on, considering how they're not really filming and they're not doing stuff right now. But anyway, so the uh, first one, this is a sm- uh, this will be small, and then we'll get to big stuff. For the first one, first update, we have the schedules officially for DC's Fandom, and for the TV sh- for the DC TV panels. Uh, Flash and Titan Titans panels are going to be th- th- uh, on August 22nd. Meanwhile, uh, Supergirl, Batwoman, Superman and Lois, Doom Patrol, and I think that's it. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But yeah, they will be on September twelfth of this year, 
which sucks how they're pushing it further. I guess it's because uh, with the Supergirl panel, they want they want they want everybody to show up. So that's probably why. But in a way, it kind of reminds me of Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, release date because they split the crossover into two parts, one in December and then one in January. And then that's probably that's where they're going at. Only it's going to be like a three month difference or something or no, it's going to be a month difference. I'm I'm so stupid. But yeah, so I actually can't wait for DC's fandom. Can't wait for them to do to do that. But because Flash will still be on at one at one one o'clock, I uh, well, since things probably are going to intertwine with each other when on their on their like on their live live streams, I'm most definitely going to like have two uh, two uh, panels on at the same time, considering how. I believe Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's panel, and Flash are on on the same time, uh, and I know Titans is about. Well, <sighs> Titans is like it. I, I don't know. It's but tight Titans panel is about at eight thirty. So yeah. But yeah, I'm on my calendar right now for the schedule. It, uh, Flash and Wonder Woman 1984's panels are going to be at 1 p.m. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, uh, before they swap swap things, because I haven't updated my calendar, but the original uh, schedule, Black Lightning, Black Lightning was supposed to be on at 1:45. D- Legends was supposed to be on at 3 o'clock, p- 3 p.m. Doom Patrol was supposed to be 4:15. Uh, uh, Star Girl was supposed to be nine forty-five. Batwoman was supposed to be ten thirty. Um, it sucks that Star Girl is not gonna have their panel because I had a few questions. Oh, and Superman and Lois' panel was supposed to be at five thirty-five. But yeah, I um, it is uh gonna it's gonna suck that we can't we don't have them all in the same day. Considering how, in my opinion, it's just a lot easier if they just get things done and over with. I understand if it's probably because of scheduling, or they probably because since they pre pre record, so it just I don't know. It just it probably it makes things difficult with everything if they just divide it a month later with the others. So I don't know, but yeah, so. The other update is there. Um, after crisis, there was a uh, there were uh, thoughts of them uh, like because of characters uh, appearing and how they uh, addressed certain things. So it's possible they uh, there was a ru- there were lots of rumors of or there's ideas of possible spinoffs for certain characters. Like because of the fact that we have that we had um, the Wonder Twins te- uh, teased in the last part of Crisis because we had the Wonder Twins sidekick or monkey sidekick Gleek 
uh, who appeared in the Hall of Justice, which uh, the, it indicates that there might be a possible Wonder Twins TV series in the Arrowverse, which I would like. I would pretty much like to see, though they could probably uh, set that up through Supergirl, considering it's aliens. Supergirl or Legends, most likely either Legends or Supergirl, considering it's alien. But I'm guessing Legends, because Wonder Twins would be uh, set up through Legends of Tomorrow, considering how they have those like wacky powers and that's where we get into legends territory since they're all about wacky and freaky stuff and then uh with with the others we have um the kingdom come superman with played by brandon ruth plays ray palmer the atom in my opinion uh i would love to have the have him have his own series a bunch of people do considering how well, he his character was in Crisis. It is a shame, though, that he was like killed off, or the version that we've had uh, that w- we had died off because of what Lex Luthor did with the Book of Destiny. But yeah, I just it, I just feel like it would have it would have been cool if they kept our version of uh, I I would loved it if they kept kingdom come superman because of the fact that he would have been cool cool i feel like the only the reason why they didn't keep him was because they wanted they didn't want to like except they wanted to keep doppelgangers separate and if kingdom come superman stayed the same or stayed as a paragon he would it would have uh probably have killed off ray palmer or, or it would have either killed off Ray Palmer, or they would have just dop- changed uh, the Tyler Hecklin Superman t- to look like Ray Palmer, which would cause confusion for a whole bunch of people. But yeah, there he uh, he was uh, speculated to have a TV series because of his his uh, appearance in Crisis. Uh, there's a theory about. Uh, there being a Batman Beyond TV series because of uh, of uh, the Kevin Conroy cameo and uh, how he how we got to Earth ninety nine and that was a cameo to the nineteen ninety nine um, first appearance of Batman Beyond's uh, comics, which is cool because Bat- the Batman Beyond character is probably a cool way to introduce. The future of the DC, the DC uh, TV universe, and we can explore more with that territory since we've never, we never really saw the future of the Arrowverse. But maybe uh, what they could do with the Batman Beyond t- uh, spinoff series is instead of it being from Earth ninety nine, we they could go off of what they do off of what happens in the comics and the Batman Beyond uh, comics take place on Earth twelve. Where Bruce Wayne is retired and the, the Batman mantle goes to Terry McGinnon, McGinnis, and he becomes the future Batman as he has plastic surgery and to look like Bruce Wayne, which I would think would be pretty cool. They could go to Earth twelve and do that, and that's how you set up set up crossovers between Batman Beyond and the Green Lantern TV series or something like that. I don't know. I would I'd prefer them doing something like that uh, as you get more things. You could cross over Batman Beyond with the HBO Max Green Lantern series. Uh, but yeah, it would be cool. We could probably get Kevin Conroy to 
reappear as Batman or Bruce Wayne. Uh, anyway, so there was uh, also rumors of a Smallville Super Daughters spinoff, possibly because we have the daughters of Clark Kent and Lois Lane on Earth 167, which takes place on Smallville's Earth. But yeah, I uh, really, in my opinion, I, I don't really know what to say about this, considering how, I mean, I'm all I'm like, I'm currently watching Smallville, Smallville right now. I'm only on like season five, so I don't really. I'm I'm at the point where Lex is starting to become a bad guy, but yeah, I'm not really uh, sure with Smallville on like Clark's motives or whatever. But all I but I feel like it would have been it would not be that interesting if we have um, Clark Kent leading or uh, mentoring to his two daughters taking over the mantle of Super Super Woman or whatever. But I um I really would uh, prefer the Superman and Lois TV series over over a Super Daughters TV series, and then they did have a rumor of a Super Sun series uh, with with um, Superboy and Damian Wayne Robin, but it would not be a part of the Arrowverse considering how you, they can't really I don't think they can use Robin at the moment considering uh of the Warner Bros. Batman stuff with Robert Pattinson over, over um, in the DC uh, EU stuff, but yeah. And then the final one, there was a rumor because of how we got Jim Corrigan, we could have we could possibly get a Spectre TV series, which would be pretty cool considering that Spectre is DC's most one of DC's most powerful cosmic characters, and. It would be cool if they could set that up. Maybe we could get a cameo of, or maybe it would be like a mini series where it would set up how uh, Jim Corgan uh, basically calls upon Oliver Queen to become the next Spectre and save the multiverse. Like the episode, the series uh, could end where Christ, where Crisis starts, and then they, and then um, Jim Corgan is like, I have to go to Purgatory to find Oliver Queen's soul. And tell him to become the spe- to become the specter, as his entire life has proved him a worthy uh, host for the ven- the vengeance of ra- of uh, life and death and stuff like that. But yeah, let's um let's not waste any more time talking about this. Let's get into the episodes of of Arrow season one episode nine. And yeah, let's begin. Start uh. But first, if you are new to this Arrowverse podcast, make sure you check me on Patreon and Anchor. And yeah, let's make our way into the podcast. Okay, so the episode starts out where um, we see the return of Adam Hunt. As Adam Hunt has not been seen since, like, well, well, we haven't seen Adam Hunt in, like, a while, pretty much. But we haven't... I, no, we haven't seen him since the pilot. That's that's how long we haven't seen him. He's been mentioned in previous episodes, but we have not seen him since the pilot episode for some reason. I'm guessing because maybe the act the actor is busy. I'm I I'm doing uh 
notes, other tab tab bars uh, on my web page, on my website, or on my laptop. So doing research, but as of right now, I don't know why the actor who plays Adam Hunt has only been in previous episodes. Maybe because it was it would progress the story, but I actually I prefer Adam Hunt as a villain because he is like he's that character that drives Laurel to be um, to do things in the season in, in the first season as uh, she doesn't really do much um, other than like go after him or something but yeah so it's we only get like a scene of Adam Hunt uh, where he's like doing his crime stuff he's on the phone with someone to, and then stuff and then we cut to Oliver and dig at the bunker where they're like discussing uh, about about the the criminals and the fact that uh, and why Oliver or we figure out why Oliver is um, well we know Oliver has been uh, f- full on hood since him and Helena's incident since at last week's episode and Diggle says that Oliver should just spend Christmas and forget take the take a break on the list. Uh, and then Oliver basically just says that talks about uh, Christmas before he was on the island as apparently his dad put a Christmas tree in every room. Seems a little too uh, weird even for rich people, but how, how the hell should I know? I'm not rich. But yeah, so Oliver then... Um, Oliver then uh, gets to Queen Queen uh, Mansion, and then he, he, him and Thea are discussing, and then that, and apparently there are no Christmas decorations in the mansion at all. And then afterwards, uh, there's apparently a uh, a dinner with Walter, Walter, Moira, and a bunch of other rich dudes, including. Malcolm Merlin, who apparently uh, is there, guessing because uh, uh, it's just a bunch of companies, maybe like to delve into like uh, company financial records or something, maybe to do like a merger. I have no effing idea because they never mentioned it right by now. So yeah, but then a then as Oliver shows up, they're basically discussing about crime in Starling City, saying it's gone down since uh, the ever since Oliver became the hood. Crime in Star City has dropped drastically, but apparently uh, one of the rich guys uh, was being a cocky little shit and saying, well, no, it's going down because of my company. In my mind, I'm thinking, fucking fuck, man, you just... You just uh, say anything or something, shit. I don't know. But yeah, so then Malcolm then asks Oliver what he thinks, uh, or Oliver basically says the what he, he thinks the hood should have a different name. Malcolm says, how about the Green Arrow? Oliver says, that's lame. Which basically foreshadows in season four when Oliver... Bec- calls himself the Green Arrow as his new nickname. As season three, the arrow was seen dead from Ra's al Ghul. 
And I love how they foreshadowed that. I love how they foreshadowed Oliver's nickname three seasons later. That is super cool because it sets up so many things and so many ideas. But yeah, I just I just think that is really cool that they uh, included all of that. I, I don't know if it's just me. I just I I, I like it. But but yeah, guys. Uh, then afterwards, um, Walter gets a call from Felicity, whereas uh, she discusses about uh, the names on the list, and they discuss a name how uh, how someone who works for Queen Industries is uh, on the list, and how he is going to get a pay paid visit from Oliver later on, and then. Uh, Oh, I forgot to mention about a joke Diggle said um, about Santa. He said uh, Chris Cr- uh, Saint Nick has uh, his own list, and Oliver better stay on on that on the nice side, implying that Oliver's a bit of a psychopath um, ever since he got back from Lianyu. Uh, I agree. Uh, Oliver's been a bit of a a freaking nightmare ever since the island, but yeah, things things. Uh, changed and then uh he i don't know but yeah we've uh walt walter uh just uh gets told by felicity to uh be careful as the arrow or the hood could target the queens and then afterwards, uh, one of the uh, one of the guys uh, at the party tells another guy they have to leave as they they have to do work. And yeah, so yeah, uh, the rich guy uh, go- basically just finds out. Uh, well, he worked for Adam Hunt because, but he was called down because Adam Hunt was murdered by what was seen to be the hood. But then Oliver, well. Oliver then goes down um, to investigate, or he's on the uh, other side of the building. Because as uh, Quentin shows up, he basic well, he basically I guess can technically tell that it's a copycat because uh, the arrows are different colors and it and it's uh, morphed into the chest, so it's a uh, he's a legitimate archer, so. Quinton has a bit of an idea uh, that it's a copycat, but he's not entirely sure if Oliver, like, if the Hood actually did it or not. So he's just back and forth with uh, who who killed Adam Hunt. Though I'm not sure why they're mad anyways. Adam Hunt was a killer. He's a bad guy. You don't, you don't praise, uh, you don't, like, make make it ba- ma- bad that you've killed bad guys. I mean, yeah, I know... Uh, you don't kill people in general, but still, you when when bad people die, it should be good, in my opinion. But yeah, then um, we get to the bunker. Oliver learn, tells Diggle about the situation, and then uh, he basically thinks uh, that he can't take on Dark Archer on his own, so he calls in Quentin to get the arrow from Lockup to maybe identify how he purchased the arrow and where he got it from. 
so but he calls Quentin. Quentin basically just denies his uh, request for help, as saying, uh, "I don't even, I don't even know uh, you." And Oliver's like, "Just, just tell, just tell me, uh, or just give me uh, the arrow." As if he got Hannah Hunt, he could get some other people. But yeah, and then we get, and then afterwards we cut to uh, Walter as a guy comes in to talk to him. And yeah, so as uh, Walter uh, talks to the guy, we learn that he uh, he's really the guy that was on the list. That's that the uh, the hood imposter. Uh, and if you can't tell. I'm doing quotation um, quotation marks right now, but because it's bullshit that that uh we're we know it's Malcolm Merlin. It's obvious it's Malcolm. But yeah, so then uh he just uh, he tells him that that he's a tar that he's a target and that he should probably just lay low or something. And then later we cut to Big Belly Burger as uh, Oliver and Theater just talking, and Oliver a- Oliver asks um, asks Thea why they aren't celebrating Christmas anymore. And Thea basically says, ever since Oliver was on the island, he they didn't really feel like celebrating Christmas, so then they just skip Christmas. And I'm like, when I when I heard that, I'm thinking, who the fuck skips Christmas? Let's be real. I don't. I don't want to hear any excuses. I mean, yes, Oliver was on the island. It's sad. Yes, Robert Queen was on the island. It was sad. But you don't skip Christmas. Christmas is one of those holidays you never skip. I mean, um... Uh, well... Correct me if I'm wrong, but... Wasn't Jesus, uh, like, resurrected on Christmas or Easter? I don't know, but... I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, if, but if I'm wrong, please, please don't hate me. Please don't hate me, guys. But, yeah, but, I just hate that, that someone would skip Christmas just because of that. It, it just feels selfish to me. Really, and, yeah. I don't know. But then, uh, Oliver then tell uh tells everyone that he will put together a christmas party and that he will do all of the work proving to us that oliver is a very intelligent man and he can do shit that he does it also sets up the idea of oliver leading team arrow in the future and doing all the work while everybody just lays on their asses acts like amateurs and does nothing which is very funny if you think about it, uh, as, yeah, just, that stuff happens. But as, uh, as that happens, we then cut to flashback, uh, of, um, of, uh, the island where Oliver and, where Oliver and Yafe hold Edwin Fires as, as a hostage, and I may I forgot to mention earlier, I think, uh, Edwin Fires was kidnapped by, or all, Yafe uh, kept uh, Edwin Fires as a source of leverage for his other men to find him. So uh, they're just, they're just, um, 
they're they're keeping him a hostage or whatever. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. But yeah, then um, basically all Edwin uh, fires basically then says uh, or uh, basically is messing with Oliver's head by saying uh, that Yafe was uh, a prisoner on the island because Lian Yu was a prison for the Chinese military. Basic, but then it, uh, we later find out that Argus used it as like a sort of prison as well. But really, I don't know which. But as we're on current timeline of post crisis on Earth Prime, it really we don't we don't exactly know what's what's hap- what happens because things start falling apart and into place. But yeah, so. I don't know. It just doesn't really... It doesn't make uh, sense to me. And while we're on the topic of post-crisis, guys, I'm thinking in the future to make a video or a podcast episode about the timeline of Earth Prime and the changes that it makes for previous episodes of the shows. And, yeah, just let me... Just let me know what you think on my Discord or on Anchor. Whichever one you want, I don't care. And let me know what you think. And yeah, so then uh, as we cut to a conversation between Malcolm and Moira, Malcolm then gets onto uh, the lead that someone is onto the list as well because of the fact that Walt Malcolm says that uh, Walter is interrogating one of the employees, so gets him a little uh, studious or whatever, and then. Basically, uh, he gets pissed. Moira says they're gonna. He can. She'll talk to him. And Malcolm's like, "Bitch, no! I'm. I. Uh, uh, things are gonna happen, or else. Uh, my other. My other friend is gonna go after him. Meanwhile. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the the employee, uh, Doctor Douglas Miller. Uh, yeah. By the way, he w- He's the head of the advanced science division. Uh. So. Yeah, he gets killed though by uh, by by uh, the Dark Archer who becomes Malcolm or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, care for him. I don't. I I don't know. I just uh, it sucks that uh, Malcolm just goes or or wait no I'm wrong guys I'm on the I'm on the webpage right now. It's not uh, him that does does it. Uh, the guy who du- got killed by Malcolm, his name is Nelson Ravin Ravich, and yeah, he just uh, he gets uh, stabbed by Malcolm for un unknown reasons, I guess. Yeah, but. Yeah, uh, basically there are more uh, police evidence of Malcolm shooting arrows into others, whereas, whereas yeah, um, all of Quentin then uh, wants to wants to know uh, or wants to catch him. His uh, his commanding officer though basically says uh, or he wants him to catch uh, the uh, the guy he. The arrow. He doesn't care which one, and then Quentin's like, "No, uh, 
So he's like, uh, he kicks him off the team or he kicks him off the case. In my in my uh, words, I would be like the this the guy's a prick. The sergeant's a prick, just because of the fact that he um. You, I mean, I understand that you do as your uh, your leading your superior tells you to do, but at the same time, when these sort of situations happen, when you have like that, and when you know one of them is like only robbing the bad guys. Then you have to think: Should I let this this crap go, or should I go after someone who's actually killing innocent people? In in any words, <sighs> Oliver's doing good. Meanwhile, Malcolm's just killing whoever the hell he wants. So it, I would just say that uh, Quentin did the right thing calling Oliver. So, yeah. Uh, but what do I know? I'm just a kid. But as uh, we get to that, Oliver then. Gets uh, the gets the arrow from Malcolm on the guy's back, and then Oliver uh, basically and uh, examines the arrow to see what this is. And of course, we get crappy examining because this is before Felicity joins the team. But yeah, uh, he's ex he examines the arrow and sees what sees uh, who made it. So as Oliver. Uh, examines the arrow. It, the arrow is custom made, but later in the later in season two and season three, we learn that the arrows were made by the League of Assassins. Well, I would guess they're made by League of Assassins, considering the suits are Le League of Assassins st style. But he, yeah, I don't know, whatever. But the names, uh, we as we get to uh, that. Oliver then says that um, I can't examine, so I'm gonna. Go, I have to go see someone. So then, as we get to Felicity, she basically is examining the list again. I have broken down all, or I breaking down all of the names on the list. Now, the names on the list are are Brody uh, Wick, Wickham, who is just a name on the list. He hasn't appeared. Nick, Nick Miller, uh, he is or Nick, Nick Major. He, uh, I don't know why I said Miller. Uh, yeah, Nick Major. He's another. Excuse me. He's another character on the list. Frank Bertinelli. He, uh, we saw him the other episode. Paul Hen, Paul Henry. He, uh, is a character on. The list. He only makes an appearance there. Gia. Wait, what? G Gianni. Gianni Lassier. Lacnisi Le Le or whatever. He is also just appearing on the list. Lee. L Lee Heck. Hewton. He uh, also appears on the list. Christine, uh, Christ, Christine, or not, not, not Christine Adams, uh, or, bleh, guys, I'm doing research on the internet because I am, I am an a-hole and I do not, or I'm, I'm a lazy shit because I don't do my research on, uh, the day, the day's, uh, things happen.
Christine Yeah, so I'm just a lazy person, but yeah, Christine Al Alpert, she uh, she just appears on the list. Douglas Miller, we saw him, Scott Morgan. Scott Morgan is just a character that or um he was also on the list as we saw well he doesn't appear in any episodes but we will see we will uh, see him uh or hear him again in episode in episode vertigo in episode 12 but he was his photo was seen in episode in the first pilot or in episode 6 legacies when we were uh with the royal flush gang we have brian j dickerson he also is just on the list douglas miller we already saw him and jerry Cor cornick uh he too is just on the list but yeah so Either or, we get to there, and then Oliver pops in to discuss with Felicity about the arrows. And yeah, they just discuss about the arrows, and Felicity then, do we do that little comedy routine where Oliver doesn't, or where Oliver plays stupid, and then Felicity uh, buys the whole gag. So then we cut to... Laurel and Quentin, then they're ju they're just discussing. Whereas uh, Tommy then knocks on the door uh, to give Laurel a Christmas party, and then he asks Laurel if he'd like to, if they'd like to go to the Queen Christmas party as it's a last minute thing. Really, I don't think um, you are able to invite people at last minute uh, with those sort of parties considering how um usually if you're rich, if you're like rich and you have like lots of people i feel like you should have you would have to like book your uh your like your lists maybe like a week a couple weeks in advance maybe because then you'd have to get a whole bunch of shit happen and then stuff gets done it's just me that thinks that but I don't know, I just feel like that. But then, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. But anyways, as uh, I'm at that, uh, then uh, I just, I just uh, re realized something, actually. Um, this, uh, this episode is the first episode where uh, it's a like it feels like a superhero show as like I know that this series isn't really much of like a superhero show but this episode makes it feel like that because we finally have a bad guy or like the supervillain of the superhero as Malcolm is someone that has superpowers or at least some uh, like actual actual skills because the previous episodes they're just like corporate uh corporate bad guys or like they're corrupt uh bu businessmen whereas here it is just um it is malcolm merlin the bad guy he has 
the same skills as Oliver Queen, but is a lot better in many ways. As he actually owns a company, whereas Oliver is the son of someone who owned a company. And yeah, that that uh that just feels very uh very interesting in many ways. But I I don't know. I feel like Malcolm Merlin is a far uh, greater villain than the others. I uh, comparing him to other villains, I like Oliver Queen better than Raza Ghoul because Raza Ghoul is not really that cool. Uh I would compare Oliver uh Malcolm Malcolm and Deathstroke on the same level. But uh in my heart, Deathstroke will always be better. Damien Dark, he's weaker. He's uh, not as pop cool as Malcolm. Uh, Prometheus, they're two on the same level. Uh, him and Malcolm are in the middle, so I will debate that. When we get to Diaz, I don't like Diaz that much. He's not that cool, but so Malcolm is at the definitive win of that. Meanwhile... We then have uh, Emiko. She uh, she is uh, not my favorite. She's not as popular to me as Mal as Malcolm. And then we get to the Anti Monitor, and yeah, Oliver versus Oliver's uh, villain being the Anti Monitor in season eight. He that just makes things way better, as that's when Oliver has to face an actual god, and yeah. I just like Malcolm as one of the as my top three favorite villains, just because Malcolm's as cool as Oliver makes things a lot cooler, and just stuff like that. Or and uh, since uh, we're on that scene, anyways, uh, we cut to it. We never really get we never get a fight, uh, but Oliver does uh, find like a bomb where he th thought Malcolm would be. But the b bomb goes off, and Oliver uh, uh, manages to escape. Whereas then, he he's fine. He goes to uh, the party, and he sees... He finds Laurel and Tommy. He then tells them that he's happy for both of them, which is good. And then, yeah... But later, unfortunately, this is when Oliver starts breaking down in pissing, pissiness. He walks in on Thea and her so-called boyfriend uh, about to uh, have sex. And Oliver, uh, <laughs> funny enough, Oliver tells her boyfriend to hit, hit the road... I um, if I were Oliver, I would have fist fisted his face. I would have, and not in a sexual way. I would have punched his face because, well, uh, um, if all if Oliver uh, uh should know, it's that he uh nobody uh goes does anything with Thea unless he you go through him. Take Roy, for instance. 
he uh they never did anything because oliver was always there and if oliver knew what was going on he would have killed roy probably kicked him off the team and killed him immediately that's what i think would have happened but it is just funny how Oliver just is like so overprotective as the big brother that he uh, that he will kill anyone that tries to get in his little sister's pants. That is what's so fucked up to me. But it's so worth it. Eh. But yeah, then um, Thea uh, uh, basically gets all bitchy and's like, Oliver, I. I didn't want to throw this fucking party because you, um, because you had the holiday blues. Uh, and I'm thinking, Oliver, girl or not, sister or not, uh, just, just, just to kick her out. Just, just kick her out. I don't, I don't know. I was gonna say, uh, like, pound her, but I would like, pound her face with, uh, with something, but then that would make me seem like the bad guy or something, but, yeah, I, I, I hate, I hate that, that, uh, Thea's a bitch this episode. She is a bitch because of what happens. And then, uh, yeah, meanwhile, Diggle calls Oliver, saying uh, that uh, Malcolm has hostages, uh, and the police are there, so they should take it. Oliver basically then says, uh, 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 "says since Diggle says Malcolm's dark, this Archer is dangerous." Oliver says, "I've spent the island on for five years, uh, that and I've faced threats twice as dangerous. I can take on this this uh, copycat." Whereas Oliver then, um, we, uh, we cut to flashback. Of him still keeping fires a hostage. So uh, then, during the uh, flashback, um, Yafe tells Fires to let his men know that to, or to tell his men to arrive. Whereas Fires uh, then, uh, I guess, alerted his men uh, before he was captured by Yafe uh, as like a, a trap or a set a setup as uh, Bill. Billy Wintergreen's Deathstroke, the original Deathstroke of the series, shows up, and yeah, he um he uh, uh, basically tries to kill Oliver, but Yafe sa saves him. Where he tells Oliver to go. Whereas we get an awesome fight of Yafe versus Deathstroke or Deathstroke 1.0, uh, and then we cut to present day where Oliver then uh goes to fight Dark Archer. For real this time, I'm not making this shit up. And then, yeah, um, he saves the host three, three to f I, I couldn't count how many hostages there were, three to three to five, I believe, or three to six, either or. He saves them from the uh, from getting blown by a bomb, and then yeah, they uh, he gets up, and then. He gets them to the roof, whereas Oliver fights the Dark Archer, and the Dark Archer, uh, I guess, makes an Archer joke, saying, "Oliver's like, what do you want?" Dark Archer's like, "Whatever every Archer wants to see who's the best." I don't really think that's true, Malcolm. I don't think every Archer wants to see who's better. No, no, you don't. Really, all Archers want 
R2 survive. Oh, and to be able to actually use the frickin' bow. That's what they only want. To use a frickin' bow. I mean, take Robin Hood, for instance. He needs to use a bow. But yeah, the, uh, anyways, so then uh, him, all, him and Oliver, they start fighting. Uh, I guess Malcolm's better at techniques because that. And then Malcolm, for some frickin' reason, is able to fight on, on the roof or on like a large beam beam while Oliver is on the ground implying that Malcolm has some sort of like uh, superhuman reflexes or something I mean yeah it is uh, I guess a foreshadowing because Malcolm gets a bionic arm in the future but yeah so as Malcolm and Oliver are fighting we uh they basically are saying that uh well Malcolm says, you're the hood, let's see what you look like without it, but uh, by that point, Oliver already has two, two arrows rammed into his spine, which hurts, should hurt like hell, and then uh, before Malcolm's able to take off the uh, his hood, Oliver hits him with a flashette, with I said in previous uh, podcast episodes, they're like arrow miniature versions of his arrows, so he hits Malcolm in the... Uh, like, in the I guess in the back with the fletchette or in the arm I don't really know any point in the any like spot in the body that should cause a serious amount of damage he hits him with but yeah just uh, he he at the point where Malcolm like gets becomes unconscious and then Oliver just runs away uh be, and he falls into a trash compact like into a garbage truck. A trash into an alleyway and he calls dig uh i made a little joke when all all it first hurt i'm like dig dig i'm pleading like hell man help me hey uh, hey just 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 send just, just please fuck i'm bleeding out here god and then dig would be like jeez man you don't have to be so ex- you don't have to exaggerate Holy shit! You're Oliver Queen for freaking sakes. You survived five years. You don't need. You shouldn't even bleed anymore. Doesn't that didn't that island make you like in? Uh, didn't that island make you invulnerable or, or something? Wait, I mean, pretty it pretty much did make him invulnerable considering the situation. But yeah, but um, then when Oliver wakes up, he's in the hospital, and then. He, uh, he's like, uh, they're like, uh, his family comes in, they're saying, why did he bail on his own party? Oliver says, uh, you guys didn't want a party. And Thea then calls herself a bitch. And then I'm thinking, I, me, as a person, thinking, yes, Thea, season one, you is a bitch. Only because you are a bitch. Female dog is a bitch. And I say that word a lot. Yes, that's true. But... Yeah, um, Thea, but, uh, she then, uh, re- reconsolates with Oliver, uh, due to, uh, sitch- the, due to what happened, but, I guess Oliver and Thea, uh, ex- except for who they are now, but then, uh, as Thea says, I'm, 
I'm not used to the person you are now than the person you were before. But I'm, but Oliver would have, it would have been better if Oliver says, but the, I'm better now. I'm better than who I was before. I don't vandalize people. I don't get people drunk for, uh, uh, beyond their will. I, and, uh, I certainly don't, don't like, uh, cheat when, cheat on, um, my girlfriends when I'm dating, when I'm dating, uh, one of them their other sister or whatever because Oliver sure as hell wouldn't do that anymore. Well, he can't do it with Oral anymore because Sarah's presumably dead. But yeah. Then, uh, actually funny enough, uh, th uh, this episode takes place on Sarah's birthday because, uh, Sarah Lance's birthday as her birthday is December 25th of 1987. Yeah, 1987, which is a very interesting uh, t tidbit, tidbit, which is, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, yeah, they, uh, just that sort of things happen. And then uh, with the final scenes of the episode, when we, as the audience, learn that Malcolm Merlin is the Dark Archer. And then after... We cut to Queen Industries. Walter is uh, abducted by someone, presumably who works for Malcolm at, at uh, Merlin Glo Global uh, Group. And so Moira, uh, uh, well, she knows that Walter's abducted. She's a very shady woman in the in the in the show, as she just she just goes along with abducting people in her family for some odd ass reason. But yeah, and then she, uh, she she just lets that happen, and then but she's starting to uh, re regret doing it as um, she uh, is aware of Walt, um, Malcolm's plan to basically kill thousands of people to, to uh, restore. Uh, sense of uh, peace in Starling City kind of reminds me of Stargirl in some way, like uh, the villain taking control and doing stuff for for uh, something on the show on the stuff. And it also uh, reminds me of like Cicada with season five of The Flash and. Soup and Agent Liberty with uh, Supergirl season four and non non an Astra of season one of Supergirl, just as it it basically involves doing things to cause peace in each of their respective cities and shows. But yes, and then afterwards, Oliver uh, at the hospital he um he thinks that he's filled a city at um. And then he tells Dig what his sig uh, famous signature is, but then Dig tells him that he that he uh, ha has saved the city. Uh, he's he has not filled the city, but the Dark Archer will, and Oliver will be the one who who does it. And then, yeah, and then Oliver says that he will stop the Dark Archer once and for all, which is where we cut to. 
the next episode of episode 10. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's where we end up, end this episode of the Arrowverse podcast. I am your host, Ryan Hill. And yeah, you uh, for where you can find me, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. For my Instagram username, it is the Arrowverse King. Uh, it is underscores for each word. Um, Twitter is the Arrowverse09. And then my TikTok is RyanHill2004. Uh, but you can also uh, find me on Anchor and Patre- on my Patreon page. Same names as my uh, Anchor name. But yeah, I also have a Discord name. It's the, the Arrowverse Podcast. And that is a great thing, uh, really. But yeah, uh, for my uh, tick for my... For my Patreon, the plans with uh, well, the plan of attack for watch being able to access it is five. Uh, you have to pay five dollars to have a to watch my uh, official episodes in chronological order. But then, if you want to watch special uh, like special accesses or episodes that are not um, like in the current timeline, like uh, for example. If I'm on season, if I'm on season one right now, as I am, but I, uh, but you want to watch my uh, like a season four or five of Arrow, you would have to pay ten dollars to uh, like ten dollars to watch that compared to the five dollars of the chronologicals in the season one, which I am uh, after this episode is aired, I will be. Uh, I will post uh, a season two of Arrow, so there's that, and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I'm also, I'm also um, planning on uh, posting, po- working on podcasts for Flash, Batwoman, Legends, and Supergirl. Maybe Black Lightning, definitely Titans and Doom Patrol, since they're all parts of the Arrowverse. And I might also do movies of from the that are canon to the Arrowverse because that is cool and we can do that stuff. So what do you guys what do you guys think? But I guess we'll just have to wait until the next episode of the Arrowverse podcast. Take care my fellow friends.